Hey everyone, my name is Drake, and um, this is the third episode of Drake Martinez Podcast, where we talk about all things music, current events, politics, things that are happening in the world, music, music history, history in general. So far, the first two episodes have been pretty much about music and musicianship, and a little bit about like myself. You know, things that I've done in my life and music and things that I'd recommend and just that sort of stuff. But I think today we're going to take a little bit of a of a deviation from that and talk about the history of music. And um, not like a boring kind of like, you know, Baroque period kind of stuff or like classical period. Although that music is beautiful and I love it. I love all kinds of music, but... Just something I'm not an expert on, so I'm not going to really like talk about it that much. But one of the things I do want to talk about is um, the perception or a conversation uh, around this idea that like contemporary music sucks or it's not very good. And I'd have to, I'd have to agree. Yeah, I'd have to agree. I'd say that contemporary music is not not very good. Um, but that doesn't mean that doesn't mean that contemporary music is not good at all. It just means I think that the that the music that gets pushed to the ma- like the mass audience or like in general audience is not very good. Now I think that there's a couple reasons for that. One, the general audience is just like not really one doesn't really want to listen to more complex music. Okay. Two, times have changed. And the general audience, their attention isn't really all that great in comparison to previous generations. And this isn't just the music industry. You can see this in movies. Um, if you ever, um, I noticed this when I was watching the movie Heat. I think it's like, pretty sure it's Heat. It's like Al Pacino, Val Kilmer, and like... Maybe even like Robert De Niro, I think, is in the movie. And if you watch the movie, the movie moves at like a snail's pace. Um, and in the world of like today where we have shorts and TikTok, 30 second, uh, 60 second, like three minute videos and um, all that where, you know, people can't sit through like a three hour movie anymore. Which is weird because they can sit through like 16 hours of a show, right? They can just binge, binge watch it. But I think that like elevates the point is that the show might be like 20 minutes and they can just watch a ton of them because like the cliffhanger at the end hooks them to the next one, right? But if they were just watching that as like a movie that was like 10 hours and like they wouldn't be able to do it. And I think a lot of that is like just based off of like our society's like falling, I um, I'd say IQ, attention span, and then I think also just appreciation for music, because back in the day, back martyr, but back in the day, bro, like you'd have to like go find the music, you know, you'd have to like, like I didn't listen to Jimi Hendrix when I was growing up, I couldn't. You'd have to like go to the store and like go find, like the CD. You know, or like the vinyl or like uh, the cassette tape, you know, and then sometimes you just couldn't find it. 
You know, these stores had limited spaces, you know. And what changed the game was Napster. And I don't know if anybody remembers Napster. I'm sure some people do. Maybe some people don't. But Napster was the first one. And um, Napster changed the game because people could share files. And for the first time, you could just listen to, you could just grab whatever music you wanted to, download it for free, which is not cool, you know, but that was a thing. And then that got replaced with like Morpheus, Kazaa, uh, LimeWire was another one, I'm pretty sure. And these were all like upload, I guess, like share file kind of things. I don't know exactly how they work, but like you basically could just like, type in like um you know metallica orion and find metallica's orion you know now streaming services work like the total opposite but it's the same effect you can listen to whatever you want but the artists get credit because they've uploaded and now they get royalties based off of like what people are listening to when the, when people listen to their music which is great but napster and all that and like these uploading services were not that at all like people Musicians were getting ripped off, you know, like the music was was getting stolen, which is not cool. But all that changed the game. Whereas now, like you have like your playlist or you might get exposed to new artists, you know, um, but generally it just kind of like keeps you in the same lane. It keeps you like what to what you've been listening to in the past. And you might have like listened. You might have like listened to like a new um, song or a new artist lately that like a friend has um you know brought to your attention like hey bro I've been really listening to this new plate this new band but you know there's there's I'm not gonna say that there's not a lot of ways to listen to new music or to find new music there are but streaming services tend to kind of keep you in your lane um same same thing with YouTube same thing with a lot of like social media as they oh this person likes this let's just keep giving them more of that like why are they gonna risk it it's like the same way that it works like when you go to a restaurant that you've been to many times, you know. Maybe like one time out of ten you go there, you're like, yeah, I'm going to try something new. But nine times out of ten, you're going to kind of go with like what, you know, in the past has like really satisfied you. Because, you know, time and money are very valuable things, right? And um, your appetite is also a very valuable thing. And like why would you waste it? Same thing with your time and energy when it comes to to music. I know for me, I'm really bad at that. There's like a few groups that I li- that I've been listening to for years, and if I find a new group, I'm like, yes, that's awesome because it's been a really long time. And um, if anybody cares, my favorite groups that like I listen to on the regular are Lettuce, Minus the Bear, uh, Bob Marley and the Wailers, um, the the Meters. Red Hot Chili Peppers, and Metallica, Tool, and that's like pretty much it. Oh, Weather Report, and Fearless, Fearless Flyers, and uh, Snarky Puppy, and I really like Mark Letiri also. Like Those are like my favorite artists I listen to um, very, very regularly, and very rarely will I listen to anybody else. Which is like not cool. I, I mean, like I should be listening. Oh, I also listen to like Tribal Seeds, you know. But you know, I've in the past I used to listen to a lot of different bands, a lot. 
and a lot of different types like styles of music. And over the years, it's kind of just like crystallized into like that, just like handful. Oh, and then also like Buena Vista Social Club. So I, I, as I go on, I can like name more and more. But you get my point. Like those are the people that that I listen to very like very very often. And I'd say that like modern, going back to the main point, which is like that modern music sucks. Modern music sucks in the sense that like personally, I think trap music sucks. I think that it it kind of just like follows like the same like rhythmic like hi hat kind of thing that they like to do, and then like I guess like what what people call like mumble rap like but I think it's kind of cool like they're like kind of rapping like kind of singing, and they kind of like have like a unique flow. I'm not gonna hate on them too much, but I just think it's like it's overdone, you know. But it's popular for a reason, and again, it goes back to that principle of like, are you gonna order? That like funky looking salad or that funky looking burger on the menu, like when you know that you're gonna get satisfaction from the bacon cheeseburger, nine times out of ten, no. So that's just kind of like how our industry works. That's kind of like how our minds work in general, is we go with what's comfortable. It's the same thing with artists. If they're trying something new, you know, they're that that's that one out of ten times that you try something new on the menu. And that's cool. We should be celebrating that, but that's not everybody. And I think most of the music these days does suck, but I think that there's a lot of hope. I think that we went through a period of time where like it all just became kind of cookie cutter. And it was just you know, like it's it's always been like that if you think about it. Like in the night like Pete there's always like the 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 contemporary generation that's like into the new music and then like they're the older generations are like this music sucks but i wonder just like from you know an objective standpoint if people that were the previous generation going into the 70s and the 60s could really justifiably say that that music sucked because it didn't you know like what were they thinking when like when led zeppelin came out and queen you know, I guess they were thinking, I guess, like, the instead of saying that it sucked, they said that it was, like, Satan's music, or it was, like, music for the devil or stuff like that. You know, it was, like, the best thing that they could say because, like, the, the previous generation, they were listening to, like, you know, like, a kind of, like, you know, like that music was also kind of cool, though, from that era, but music goes through so many different evolutions and so many different changes, from generation to generation. And the pre- there's always so much hate from the next generation on. But when we look back at it, we always look back at the previous things that had happened, although people hated on it, with a sort of like nostalgia and 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 appreciation. I know that happens a lot for 90s music now, but 90s music is also kind of like music from like the 70s, where it's like, Dude, did people really think that that music sucked back then? That were like that was their new generation or like the previous previous generation rather. Like, I mean, maybe they did because like they were listening to stuff in the seventies, and now like yeah, they had like Nirvana and like Soundgarden and or Red Hot Chili Peppers, and but they must have like objectively objectively thought that music from the eighties sucked because it kind of did, with the exception of like bands like Duran Duran and like you know 
a few others, like maybe like the Pesh mode, at least for me. But you know, that's um, that's how things go now. But you know what strikes me is that every now and then, even in today's um environment where like the music kind of sucks, at least the popular music kind of sucks, is that they they usually come out like there's always like every now and then where like a really good song will come out. And I think that's been happening like more and more lately, which leads me to think that like maybe with like streaming services and um, a sort of like generational gap that we might be going through a period where like music is about to pick up again. Um, A couple of songs that like give me that kind of hope that give me that hope is I don't remember the name of the song, but it's like that Dua Lipa song that's like, don't walk out. Don't talk caring about me now. If you don't want to see me dancing with somebody. It has a really nice bass line. It's like, boom, dum, boom, dum, boom, dum, boom, 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 boom. But it also has like a really great orchestration and like arrangement that whoever did that song, like the producer or like the songwriters, they really did a great job of like adding new elements that really drove the song to new places. And she does a great job of um of like highlighting those differences and making the listener um focus on those changes. And music in general is a, is a is a dance between change and consistency where it can't all be change. Right, but it all can't be consistent. If it's too much change, there's, there's not enough for the listener to latch onto. But if there's too much change, then or if there's not enough change, rather, then it becomes redundant and boring. Another song that makes me think of that is also a song that has a really great bass line, which is the uh, the Miley Cyrus uh, "Flowers" song. It's a really good song. Is it one of my? It's not one of my favorites, but objectively speaking, it's a good song because the the bass has a really nice driving part and she has like really good um like vocals that match it um the lyrics are kind of weird she kind of sounds like a psycho um but you know what lyrics are lyrics and not all musicians take their just be you know to be real not a lot of musicians take their lyrics that seriously they might be focused more on melody i know that was the case with kurt cobain he never really paid too much attention to his vocal or to his lyrics uh, according to his writings, um, he paid a lot more attention to his melody. Where if you listen to songs like Smells Like Teen Spirit and a lot of his songs, you really hear that driving, haunting melody. And his lyrics are kind of like nonsense. You know, it's um, sometimes it's hard to get a good melody to match um, what lyrics work with that melody, if that makes sense. Um, it depends on your like your writing, your, you know, your um, your songwriting style. Um, but yeah, going back to the main topic, does music today suck? Kinda, but you know what? While people thought music sucked, minus the bear was a was a great uh, band, that a, a great prolific band that accomplished so much, and some of like the greatest songs that I've ever heard. You know, I've listened to a lot of music. And Minus the Bear, like, really came out with amazing music in the last 20 years. A period in which a lot of people say, like, music sucked. You know? Same thing with Lettuce. Lettuce is a is a contemporary band. I'm still making albums right now. Their music's amazing. 
also making uh, music during an era in which people would say, including myself, that mainstream music sucks. You know, it's not great, you know, but main, maybe mainstream music has kind of always sucked, and that's kind of the point. You know, some of it's a good, some of it's a hit or miss, and then, but, you know, going again, there are some, like, a lot of, like, generational changes. Like, again, like, the 70s was pretty good, 80s sucked, 90s were good, you know, early, you know, 2000s kind of sucked, 2010 and 20s, like, who knows? Who knows where, like, music's going to go? But, um... I think that's it for today. I think it's a pretty good discussion. Um, what do you guys think? Does music nowadays suck? And who are you guys listening to? Let me in on some new music because I can really use it. You know, I've been, like I said, I've been listening to the same people for a while. I'm kind of like that dude at the menu that's like, you know what, man? I've been eating the uh, the Hawaiian burger for many years now. It's a good burger. Why risk, you know, the the Kamehameha Burger, you know. Um, shout out to uh, to Teddy's Burger over in um, Hawaii. If anybody out there in Hawaii, I don't know, man, but I just saw a Teddy's Burger right now. I'm getting kind of hungry. It's pretty late where I'm at, and I could really go for a Teddy's Burger, but I'm in California, so there's an ocean dividing me in, Honol- in uh, Honolulu from a Teddy's right now. But... I love y'all out there. Thank you for listening. Um, follow me on on the socials. It's uh, Drake Mar- at Drake Martinez Music on YouTube. Drake Martinez Music on Facebook and Instagram. And then I got the album um, Fujiwara Effect. My favorite song on there is uh, Foosball in Mexico. And it's by my band, The Water Bear. Check that out. Give it a listen. And I love you guys. Thank you for so, so much for tuning in. And, um, oh, excuse me. I think next week we're going to talk a little bit about um, some, you know, so I'm I'm actually like kind of like not able to talk a lot about politics. I'm not able to talk about the politics that I want to talk about because I'm active duty. So what I will talk about, I think, is to get into a lot of, of, of how I think politics affects music, you know. And we kind of like got into a little little bit of that today where, um, you know, things with like the general audience, you know, last thing actually I'll say about that is people like to hate on music that's popular, but what they should consider is what makes music popular. So what makes Ed Sheeran's music, like, although it's not as musically as amazingly musically orchestrated as Tool or um uh Megadeth what makes his music so accessible to the masses think about that could you make music like that could you make a a song like um you know what the her shape of a body I'm in love with the shape of you. Whatever that song was by Ed Sheeran. I'm pretty sure it was Ed Sheeran. Correct me if I'm wrong. I don't really know. But I'm pretty sure that that dude has, like, he's tapped him. You know, he's tapped into, like, a new, like a, like a, almost like a secret pathway to making his music accessible to so many people. Which is an amazing gift in and of itself. It's about as amazing as a, of a gift as it is to write a song as musically complex 
as a Tool or Megadeth song. And, um, you know, and that varies throughout the years. Like, you had, like, guys like Elton John who can write songs that just not only appeal to the general mass, like the general audience, but also withstand the, um, the test of time. Um, yeah, so I'm going to stop talking about this for now. And stay, again, stay tuned for next week's episode. I'm not really sure what the topic's going to be, but I think um, it's going to be something about, you know, maybe about how, like, uh, modern, modern society uh, affects um, music, maybe a little bit of AI, and then maybe a little bit of, um, maybe a little, a little drama for you guys out there. Again, I thank you guys. love you guys for tuning in. Give me a follow. Give me a like. Let me know what you guys like, what you guys doing about the podcast. And I look forward to continuing this with you. Thanks again. This is Drake signing out for the Drake Martinez Podcast. Peace.